Good morning, everyone. This is the month of October, the 10th month of our calendar year. And today, our topic is going to be distractions. So pull out a pen, listen intently while I talk to you about what I've discovered about distractions. everyone this is Pastor Ramona and I am going to talk to you today about distractions distractions is a mental thing which can occupy you or preoccupy you with anything that distracts from your course your course is what you should be doing so if you are on course for finding a new job, finding a new place, um, doing research, whatever that course is, and you're distracted from it, now all of a sudden you are delayed, you could become um, a procrastinator of that thing, depending on how depending on how long you're procrastinating for. And the distraction could be something that is perceived to be good and it will knock you off course. So distractions, though some may be positive, others can be damaging. Distraction will take your eyes off of your goals, your vision changes. Um, We desire things, and the desire typically comes through visual um, things we see in front of us. You know, that's why so many of us have um, social media. I'm not saying everyone has social media for that reason, but it's a distraction from whatever that's going on that day. We can just take a moment and glance at something that has nothing to do with what we're currently dealing with or working on. And then we realize at the end of the week, when we get our analytic view of how much time we spent on social media, we're shocked because those are precious hours that we've could have been doing something other than looking at our phones or our tablets. So distractions are time consuming Distractions can cost us money. Distractions can cost relationships. Distractions need to have limits. Let's just say it that way. We can go and look at 
right now, like how our country is using all type of divisive tactics um, about COVID-19, about um, this presidential election. Um, you think of it, even some marketing for for products, like they're distracting us and, and causing us to have negative conversations with people we truly love. Um, it can cause us to spend money. We shouldn't be spending on that when we should be saving for other things. Um, even some conversations, to be perfectly honest with you, are a distraction. And they're topics we know we shouldn't be talking about, but we choose to engage in them anyway. And you know, and we get off the phone with that individual or we stop texting that individual and realize that how much time has gone by and what was the result of that conversation? Were you fed? Did they fade you? Or what was it just a bunch of nonsense? Um, we should grow into people who realize that distractions can cause us our youth. Um, looking back on my own personal life, like how many times did I did get distracted? Many, you know, I started, um, I went to cosmetology school right out of the high school, got out of cosmetology school, didn't take my board to get licensed. I joined the military, joined the military, stayed in three years, still like to do hair. And it was approximately 12 years maybe not quite 12, but it was several years after I graduated from cosmetology school before I went to the board of cosmetology and got my cosmetology license. So that was a delay. That was a delay of several years. Was the military a distraction? I think it was a necessary course because I wanted a real job, but I got distracted by the fact that my mom didn't want me to go to cosmetology school. I got distracted by the fact that I wanted to get out of Delaware. I got distracted by the fact that of, of preconceived notions, which probably could have set the course that I really wanted, which was to be a hairdresser for Hollywood. So I got distracted. I did not pursue the goal, my original goal, which was to do hair in Hollywood. Um, Yes, it's a long shot, but I'll never know because I didn't pursue it. You know, some things are placed in our hearts for a reason, um, and we we take ourselves off of those courses by being distracted. Um, people will give us advice based on their experiences or things they've heard and we it's a seed and that seed is planted in us and then now we're off course not realizing we've allowed that seed to weed out the original goal or the original course or the original plan for our lives and now years later we look back and like how did I get so distracted you know, King David got distracted. He was supposed to be out in the field and he took a day off. Is That's how they explain it to us, right? But he went out on his patio and saw this woman bathing. And 
you know, we, he was distracted by the beauty of Bathsheba. They had an affair. She got pregnant. He decided to hide the situation by getting her husband killed. Distractions. It just makes me, it reminds me, I shouldn't remind me, the, the, the scripture that comes to mind, that's the best way, that when, when I think of distractions is from John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. The thief in this scenario is distractions. We can use many different nouns or adjectives to use as a noun to replace the word thief. Because anything that stops our original course, that thing that's burning inside of you that you are supposed to be doing, the work that was intended for you, not the job that you go to, but the work that was intended for you is contingent on you staying on course. You're not being distracted. You're not allowing others' opinions to sway your decision. A wise man said to me, Everything that he's been successful in in life is something that someone else warned him not to do. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing how the the, the enemy at that time was the voice of people that loved him or knew him that was trying to steal his dream to kill his profession And to destroy his livelihood because he's very successful at what he does currently. We need to be mindful of distractions, y'all. And we need to identify it as what it is. We need to call it out for what it is. I know what my distractions are. And I know what they can't be. And knowing what they can't be allows me to set boundaries. Realize also that a distraction can also be a counterfeit for what you're supposed to really have. A counterfeit looks like the real thing. And sometimes it takes days, sometimes months, sometimes years later, sometimes destroyed marriages, sometimes kids that are suffering because of of whatever, but they're personal things you, because you allowed the counterfeit to, to distract you instead of being patient and waiting for the real thing. I'm going to speak to anyone right now who desires relationships. Do not settle for the counterfeit. The counterfeit will have you in an abusive relationship. And scared to get out of it because you're hoping that it will change and become the real relationship. Does that make sense? The counterfeit will distract you into believing that's all you deserve. The counterfeit will distract you 
to the degree that it will have you thinking it's the real thing. If you get a sparkling piece of jewelry and you don't get it appraised, you're going to assume it's the real thing until you're told or it's proven to you that it's not the real thing. But you were distracted by the price. You were distracted by how pretty it shined. You were distracted about all the praise you get about it. You were distracted because you don't see many like it. But you walking around knowing your finger is turning green. You got a rash. You can't put it in water. Don't tell anybody about that stuff. But you wear that thing proudly like it's the real thing. And that's how we wear our distractions. We, we wear them like they're real. Another thing that reminds me of hours and hours and hours of distractions that I'm guilty of and I'm sure many other people may or may not be guilty of is how much time we spend watching TV, watching movies that are not edifying. I'm not going to call any things, any titles of these things out, but I know my vices, let's just say. It's a distraction. And those hours that I'm watching, whatever I'm watching, I could be doing something that's going to edify me. I could be doing something that's going to create wealth for my children or my children's children and three to four to five generations down. But it's so gratifying to not have to do anything hard. (laughs) It's so gratifying not to be accountable for something that, wow, did y'all hear that? Accountability. Distractions keeps us from being accountable. Distractions are created out of fear sometimes out of the unknown which is a cousin of fear out of seeds that have been planted that choked out the original vision but there's a remedy guys there's a remedy there's a remedy the remedy is accountability Write them down. Write your co- your course of actions down. Write your goals down. Write your visions down and place them somewhere where you can see them. Tell people that you can trust or a person that you can trust what that is so they can hold you accountable. When I went back to school for the third time to acquire my bachelor's degree, I told people and they held me accountable they kept they they motivated me to push on and get that degree and when i told people that i was going to get my masters they held me accountable they asked me how my grades are doing they asked me if i have homework to do they encouraged me to continue to get good grades and when i asked a person to pray with me about acquiring the next level of education They did that, and they remind me of that. Like, get people in your camp, people, that will not be a contributor to your weakness and your distractions. 
get people in your camp that are encouraging and that are motivating and that will pray the will of God in your life. As I said before, the enemy comes, the thief comes, the distraction comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. And we can choose to let that thing happen or we can fight for our course of action and not be distracted, not be pushed off guard, not be swayed to do something somebody else wants you to do. We need to stay on course. And yes, some of these things take years. But in that, we grow, we mature, we learn, and we become better so that that finished product is the best product that it could be and not something mediocre. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Look, I came here today to encourage you not to allow this seed of distraction to grow. Pull out your weed kill, your lawn mowers, dig that thing up, burn it, trash it, destroy it, get it out of your life right now. You don't need it. It could be someone sitting right beside you. Find a way to be able to stay on course with whatever it is you're supposed to stay on course with and not allow even someone that lives with you to be a distraction to knock you off course. Find good counsel. Not a lot of people. Find good counsel that will motivate you, that will encourage you, will give you that time away so you can work on whatever you need to work on. You know, this is for me too. Because I have some things I need to do. This is my personal journal, journey and journaling. And I hope that what I've said today will impregnate you and grow and not be aborted or miscarried by doubt and fear so that you can become less distracted by things that will not edify you. I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for sharing. If you this is if this if, if this message, I should say, if this message has edified you in any way, please email me at pro31gifts at gmail.com. That's P-R-O 31GIF. TS.com. I thank you for your comments. I thank you for praying for me. Some of you, you don't have to, but I appreciate those that do. Be well and be safe. Until the next time, this is Pastor Ramona with Let Us Talk About It.